Yo, what up, Kev? Man, chilling. It's been a couple weeks, man. Literally, literally chilling. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How are you, man? You been all right, man? We got, we got, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, man. We had it. We had the young one's birthday mm-hmm. recently, right? Yeah, we go we from Halloween. It's basically like, like Halloween right into the birthday. It's like a whole. It's like mm-hmm. a week of sugar. So yeah, what coming down off that high. <laughs> I was gonna say, dude. Yeah, um, yo, a question that was asked on. Um, this is not the opening question. This is just a real quick thought. Um, on the Mr. Sugar Track Life Show, I the question oh. was, which candy do you steal from your kids' uh, trick or treating stash? What's oh. the most common one you steal? Is it stealing if uh, they don't care? Okay, that's fine. I don't. I don't steal. That's a the fair stuff question. Because we like the same stuff, so if I steal it, she'll get very angry at me, and I don't need that. <laughs> I don't want. I, I don't want the smoke. But it would be Kit you don't Kat. Want to deal with that. If I was a, if I was a better man, I would be stealing Kit Kats from her. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I a big ass fly just appeared out of nowhere. Okay, I'll have to deal with that in a moment. All right. So I'm going to preface the opening question, and I feel like it might be too long, but we'll just, it's, it's the show, so y'all just going to have to live with it. Mm-hmm. So, it's a big-ass fly. <laughs> um, all right. Every, I feel like every era of people our age – has a point where their favorite um, art or medium passes them by, mm. right? Like there's a point where, where you know, you're watching movies or listening to music or whatever your favorite thing is and, and it's like, ah, this is not for me anymore or, or not particularly aimed, angled towards, you know, me. All right. What was the song? Can you okay name a song or artist that let you know, like, all right, this this it's a new era. This this I'm not shading it, but this is no longer my era. Like hip hop. Uh, it could be. I mean, it's just basically whatever you want. Oh man. I mean, six nine. For sure. Golden era six nine. Before the snitching. Pre snitch Before the snitching kicked in. I since that was going to be my answer. Um, that was my January sixth. I'm out. <laughs> That was it. You were done I'm out. at that point. Don't sign me up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, right? I I mean, I'd, I'd ask our audience, um, who I think is generally around our age, generally most people who listen to the show, I'm assuming, are uh, relate relate to us from one hip hop angle and be um, old head energy. But <laughs> yeah, I think when there was a conversation 
about 6ix9ine being a top rapper, <laughs> I think that's when I was like – and that's – you know, listen, I, I kind of have to say this. In a, I'm, I'm trying not to be – it's not shade. It's just like, I right, this is – this okay, I guess – I guess it's not – I guess I'm not the voice of this anymore, right? Like when when him and Kodak Black were being discussed as like like top-tier MCs, uh, uh-huh. I was like, all right, well, <laughs> you know, y'all got it from here, I guess. Like this, this, this isn't my era, yo. Oh, man. I'm out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, think, I think there was a point at which uh, – because I think, you know, there was definitely like for most – MCs when we were coming up, um, there's a fast rapping or intricate rapping, and sometimes a lot of probably most of the time, I want to make sure I'm not lying to myself, but I feel like it was so intricate that sometimes, you know, when they would do an interview, it was natural to feel like, oh, I can understand what they're saying a little better when they say it a little, you know, someone asked them, what was that line or whatever, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not that they were. Winston Churchill or anything like that, but it's like, you know, speaking the King's English or anything, but I could just understand them speaking better than um, when they were rapping because they were rapping with intensity. Now, there definitely came a time where I was like, I hear some these cats talk and I'm like, and some of it is a Southern thing, I think as well, but I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. Anyway, Period. I can, but when you rap, side. I can kind of make out a couple words, but I I mean, the easy, yeah, the I easy feel like, answer yeah. is to say when people started using Lil in front of their name, that's when it, I was like... Th- that would be fair. Me. That would be fair. That's the low-hanging fruit answer, though. That, do- yeah, that doesn't that's, give... That's like, too easy. You know? That's lazy. That's way too easy. That's lazy. Because I, I, lazy I, I, old head energy. <laughs> that's definitely lazy. I, listen, I, I think it might have started with me for like Young Jeezy. I mean, I get it, but mm. I don't get it. And a lot of people our age get it. Like, they get Young Jeezy. You know mm. what I'm saying? I, I didn't, and to this, and now it's not a Nelly thing for me. Like I can hear, okay, that's dope. You know what I mean? But I, I also still didn't kind of get it. It was like I, uh, you know, I like I yeah. like Jeezy, but I never mm-hmm. understood the the mass like, like, not all of you guys are selling that much coke to be that excited <laughs> about this dude. It's like you have to be. You can't, it's like, you have to be moving a lot of weight to be that as excited as you are about hearing him talking about selling drugs. It's like, I, if you, if you're a really, really great shoe salesman, I could see you getting up on your feet and giving somebody a standing ovation at the annual shoe salesman convention in Vegas or whatever, right? Like, I can, I get that, but you are a very elite shoe salesman. You, you are not. That the shoe salesman of the year of cocaine? <laughs> not at all. You're not well, going to the convention. Just, we could throw that out there about like you know again our era like like too short or or all of the pimp raps. I was like, <laughs> y'all are really hype about this. Like y'all match that energy, fam. Like you don't. I just saw y'all get distant the bar seven straight times. Like you were not too short. You know what I mean? Like you got you got dissed at the bar and ended up so drunk that when you got home, you had to knock on your mom's window to open up the door because you still live with her. 
for real. It's a whole different conversation. But yo, it's all good. Um, I wait. What was yeah. I gonna say though? You know, the thing that killed me though, and it still kills me a little bit, even though I totally acknowledge his his reign that continues. But um, you know, when they talk about your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, I hate that uh, phrase or that marketing, okay. fr- whatever, as a marketing phrase. Sure. But there was this period where Lil Wayne was definitely my favorite rapper's favorite rapper. And I nothing against him. I mean, I don't know any much about him. I don't listen to a lot of his I try. Mm-hmm. But I was always like, I don't understand what you are hearing. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna roll with you on this. I did th- there was a, a weird point where like it was about a three or three or four song stretch where I was like oh wow <laughs> okay he he okay well, matter of fact I'll, I'll give it you know there's there's a thing hip hop has this this moment for a lot of non dope rappers right use in our towards the end of our era that was when that rapper linked up with premiere right oh. and you'd be like oh okay that dude that I didn't really think can rap mm-hmm. can actually rap, right? Um, for Lil Wayne, that was Hollywood Divorce. Okay. His verse on Hollywood Divorce with, with Andre 3000, and that, that was like, I, right, yeah. okay. You you be rapping when you feel like it. But I'm with you. I think the rest of it, I, I still didn't all the way get it. I, I kind of got the Amelie joint. I was like, all right, yeah. I get that. But the rest yeah. of them, I was like, all right, what are we, why are we selling this as a goat? Like, nah. I will also grant that it was probably that at that point in time, he's so prolific that I was just not listening to all of anybody's music, let alone someone who I didn't particularly think I, I cared for. So it wasn't like, like, you know, when Cube came out, he listened to, like, you know, he could he could rap, you know, into a paper bag and I'd probably try and get a bootleg of it or whatever just to hear it. Yeah, you know what I'm real. saying? Anything um, he said I was on. Yeah. So he could put everything in context. So that's a little bit of it. I mean, it's like Nicki Minaj on on Monster or whatever that Kanye record was. Yeah. I mean, she, she legitimately murdered that record. She was, she was rapping. But, chick was, you know. She, chick was flowing. Um, it brings about a different conversation before we get to the other side. Like, mm-hmm. I've had this conversation with people about legend by volume versus legend by quality yeah you know what i mean and without going into names because i want us to be able to keep a show and people keep listening because i you know there's some (laughs) artists that you should just not diss like and i I, look there's a lot of artists (laughs) don't worry i know i know who you're thinking of it's okay yeah (laughs) i was never don't don't bring out all our enemies (laughs) thank you thanks guys (laughs) <laughs> no, I was like, okay, this is a this is a legend by volume, right? And, and volume and influence in 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 that dude's case, uh, because I had mentioned last week or last conversation how people weren't actionable, right? But with all, in all fairness, Pac was an actionable dude. So this this also built the mystique of like the best rapper, and I I keep categorizing a lot of artists is maybe most influential of their time or, you know, or maybe, you know, highest volume producing, but I just feel like we should always focus on the actual rapping when we talk about best rapper, you know what I mean? And, and I, 
I know that it's subjective, and I know that there's quite a bit of argument. Well, I did like his verses more than I may have liked, you know, Black Thought or Rakim or whatever. But to me, I just I just think that it's it's a it's a flawed argument when you start adding in volume and influence. You know what I'm saying? It's just who was rapping the dopest. You know what I mean? Yeah. End of discussion for me, right? So Absolutely. that's where Lil Wayne falls for me. I think he was a mm. legend by volume at that time. He was putting out so much music. He was like, it's like Drake. Before we knew, I'm, I'm going to throw this out there at you, Kev. If Drake didn't have Ghost Riders, mm. I might be like, um, him might be one of the illest, I mean, not illest like overall, but might be one of the dopest dopest mainstream rappers we had we had heard in a while but then you find out yeah ghostwriters and you're like okay he's dope but it's it's not the same right all mm. the other rappers have to take the risk of writing their own music and for and living and dying by their own words um with drake he just became an artist like a uh um mm. i don't want to i'm trying not to disparage you know what i'm saying but like you know like a like a britney spears like a pop mm-hmm. artist, mm-hmm. if somebody else is writing your your lyrics, you know what I mean. Was so, it like that? Was that yeah. like that all along for him? I don't know. I don't know how long it had been happening, but I think once people found out it had happened, it was like, all right, well, because he was a singer to me, right? As far, you know, when sure. and it like successful was dope, but one no yeah, rap, successful was dope. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you sound he like wasn't doing, he doing no right raps. Here. You you sound just like Silo talking about Lauren Hill. <laughs> she wasn't rapping on that record track. I'm like, yo, she rapped, man. She she was rhyming. Nah, maybe that one song. I'm like, come on, man. Like, let her have that record, yo. She didn't do no raps. <laughs> no, I I uh, yeah, we we would be on this subject for. I guess yeah. that's part of what Rap Sucks Radio is about is talking about this stuff. But let's get to the who would have known? Who would have known that years later, to as a capstone on his career, he'd be making fun of a lady getting shot. You know. Who would have who would have predicted that the 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 the, the trajectory uh, would lead to that pinnacle? On, a lot of people on Facebook would have apparently. <laughs> the knew it all alongs came all on. They they was all out, boy. I knew he was a fuck boy that would do something like that. It's like, <laughs> dude, dude, you didn't know. I mean, it just it fits your narrative perfectly. I get it. You know but, what? I, you know what <laughs> I hated? Because at first I was like, I just don't have time to listen to this. Then I okay. realized I was one of the few people who like, I, you know, of the old head energy. I was like, when when 21 came out, I was like, I liked his record. I didn't love his record, okay. but I was like, All right, I, can ch- I can listen to this another time. And mm-hmm. by all accounts, the people who said no, they didn't like him, were not alone. So I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. They, two of them did a record together, whatever. Um, so then, and then I saw that stuff. I was like, wow, that's kind of a weird thing for him to do. <laughs> Why would he do that, right? Isn't he supposed to be for the ladies and all that? Like, what, what, what's nah, up with that? Lost some some <laughs> people want to get out of fame really badly. I guess so. So I listened to it, and then, but the hilarious thing, and I was, I made myself laugh out loud while I was listening to that record, because I literally the beat came on, and I'm like, I was like, oh shit, this is dope. I like this beat. I was like. I know what beat this is. I know what song this is. I had no idea what song the song title was. No idea what track on the record. Didn't know which track I was listening to on the record. But as soon as that beat came on, I was like, oh, damn it. I'm not going to get to like this record because this is the record that he's going to. Oh, there he did. He talked about. He talked about it getting shot. God <laughs> damn it, Drake. 
couldn't just let me pull one song off of this sorry ass album. <laughs> you messed you it up it. forever. Can you got an instrumental? Can I get an instrumental? What's up with that? Man? That's me. Let me get a TV track. Let me get a little TV track I'm where you talk about somebody else <laughs> getting TV shot. Track. How about that? <laughs> and then, you better not send me no TV track. And then was it Savage today who said that he would battle? He wants to do a versus battle against his whole, his whole uh, freshman class, all the other people. He said that he would he would murder everybody in a, a versus or something like that. Was it him? Oh, word. I think so. Maybe. I think so. And I, How I much? read that, and I read that, and I thought, yuck. I just think, uh, do they have to pay the same amount to battle each other as they had to pay to be in the freshman class? On oh, sorry. Ooh, they're still. Are they still recouping? <laughs> I'm saying how much is how much does that cost again? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, a lot of freshmen were missed because they didn't have the check to be a, a top freshman. <laughs> it's rough. All right, man. Let's go ahead and get to the other side, yo. Right. Um, yeah, we got some things to talk about. I, I, I feel like I might have, I might have noted a, a good premise for this. A lot of people trying to get out of fame. Uh, but yo, mm-hmm. we're gonna get to the other side. Kev, you ready? Yep. yep. All right, let's go. Rap sucks. Radio. Blah 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 blah. What up, y'all? You are live on Rap Sucks Radio with your homeboy track life and your fam, Kev Sakota. I like my earth fat, not flat. <laughs> uh, dude, <laughs> way, to, way to preface this conversation. Yo, um, thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. Um, if you'd like to catch past episodes, you can catch, you can go. <laughs> Listen, I haven't done this in two weeks. Guys, it's showing <laughs> at this point. Let's start all over again. <laughs> Thank y'all for tuning in. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. If you would like to catch past episodes of our show, you can go to Rap Sucks Radio at any of your favorite podcasting platforms. And if you'd like to catch us on TV, then go to BTSN, that's Behind the Scenes Network. Download the app or channel on your Roku or any of your Amazon Fire devices. Click on that app or channel. We are right there, BTSN, Behind the Scenes Network. We want in. And you can also follow us on Instagram, Rap Sucks Radio, or Facebook, that's facebook.com slash RSR Podcast. Word up. Um, all right. So I was very much one to refrain from talking about Kanye West, which led to us talking about Kanye West for three straight shows. That was awesome. So. <laughs> Good job. So as much as I tried, right, I'm sure people would listen to the show like, dude, you stupid. You ended up talking about him anyway, and it was like during the break and then during the end, and I'm still talking about him. Like, I ain't going to talk about him, but I'm talking about him, right? So <laughs> so to avoid that, same predicament. Right, right. Um, so in order to avoid a situation where I end up talking about a person for two or three weeks, we're just going to talk about Kyrie Irving right now. We'll get it out of the way, and then we won't have to talk about him for the rest of this time, no matter what else Man. happens. All right? When I when I saw you put this on the schedule, I was like, gonna I was gonna text you like I don't need like another three and a half hours, <laughs> so I can watch this movie, read the book, 
I <laughs> talk about this, this for out. another three and a half hours. <laughs> so I'll call this. I've titled this episode uh, the Kyrie conundrum, right? But my angle on this is uh, the Kyrie topic number one title is uh, Kyrie hot takes got to chill, Kev. Um, yeah. I'm more or less kind of tired of the hot takes on the situation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. reason why is the Nets give Kyrie Kyrie six uh, Kyrie Irving six requirements to fulfill before he can return from suspension per report. This is uh, based on CBS, which you can go to any anywhere on the internet and get it at this point. Uh, players involved with Kyrie Irving. I didn't really care to list everyone involved. Uh, but uh, I'll give a, a brief background of how we got here, but this article is based on where we are now. All right, Kev? Mm-hmm. Uh, after several days of calls for the Brooklyn Nets to suspend Kyrie Irving for promoting a film filled with anti-Semitic tropes on his social media accounts, the franchise went through with it on Thursday, suspending the All-Star Guard for a minimum of five games without pay. This came after Irving's, uh, after giving Irving several attempts to apologize for promoting the film and disavow anti-Semitism, as well as NBA Commissioner Adam Silver issuing a public statement expressing his deep disappointment. Now, Kev, before we continue on, I would like to note that this is actually the most important part. That it came after giving Irving several attempts to apologize for promoting the film and disavow and anti-Semitism, right? So it's not like action happened, suspension happened. There was like a fair amount of time in between this, right? So mm-hmm. in order to be reinstated by the team, Irving must fulfill six requirements, according to uh, the media. He must apologize and condemn the film he promoted. He must make a five thousand of uh, a five hundred thousand dollar donation to an to anti hate causes. He must complete sensitivity training. He must complete anti semitism training. They spelled that wrong. Uh, must meet with ADL and Jewish leaders, and he must meet with team owner Joe Sy to demonstrate an understanding of the situation. Okay. Uh, people felt it took too long. Blah 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 blah. I'm not going to read anymore. Mm-hmm. So of the list of things, before I pass it over to you, Kev, uh, the making the $500,000 donation, he was already on his way to doing. The meeting with ADL and Jewish leaders, he actually was already on his way to doing. Mm -hmm. The sensitivity training and uh, anti-Semitism training um, were things that a player named Myers Leonard had had to do uh, last season. When he was um, uh, recording himself live playing a video game, and he used a uh, anti-Semitic uh, slur, so that's not odd, okay? So those four things, really quickly, I wanted to note: meeting with the team owner to demonstrate an understanding of the situation also seems like a realistic thing, right? Uh, and then apologizing and condemning the film does also seem like, like it doesn't seem like a reach, right? Because he did apologize already. Too late, I understand. But uh, he hasn't condemned the film. So um, I say that to say before I again before I hand it over to you. I say that to say uh, these are not a. 
harsh request and B things that haven't been done before or things he wasn't already on his way do, to do or hasn't already done himself, right? So it, it's not as though they're asking him to uh, deliver the world here. The only thing that I believe probably remains a pretty hard sticking point for Kyrie would be condemning the film altogether, um, which I'm not sure if he did in his apology to begin with, but but that's that's my lack of information, so I apologize to the audience for not having that information. Anyway, Kev, uh, bounce past to you, bro. I mean, you know, we we talked about how what a fraught thing it is for us to discuss um, anti-Semitism, being that neither one of us is is Jewish, um, but it's not impossible. You know what I'm saying? And it's certainly not something that that right. you know. We should shy away from it's. it's uh, I don't think um, my. From what I can tell, obviously, I'm not going to watch the the film. I haven't read the book. I'm not planning to. Um, it seems like to call it problematic is about the understatement of the year, um, and obviously, people were were um, legitimately just hurt. Or at the very least, disheartened to to hear him, or to see him promote promote the movie. So he has a lot to answer for, and like you said, he. That's the thing. When I saw, I thought that he did those things before this list even came out. I thought he had already, you know, yeah. like he pretty much done those, you know, a few of those things. Um, and you know, none of this is a checklist or anything like that. That he does this and then everything's okay again. It, it, you know, it is what it is. Just like everything else is, um, partially, you know, a, a decision made by a group of people running a business. Um, you know, um, and that's not to say they did anything wrong necessarily, but it's there's a little bit of diplomacy and 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 certainly. You know, it, the crass way to say it would be there's politics involved in the decision making that goes around something like this. Um, so he he has a personal culpability. He's a grown man. He's said things before that I think have caused him some grief. Um, and we've talked about it. Um, I had a little bit more of an issue, though, and, you know, like looking at Twitter and seeing what all of the numbnuts had to say every day. Like just the false equivalencies and the, oh my you know God, the, it's, the, it's the, the the insanely hypocritical and unqualified scholarship that was being claimed or purported to be claimed by people you know who who um were were just talking about Kanye or whatever in in some kind of way. It's like mm -hmm. you know that that's the kind of thing that I'm like, and and in some ways they're connected because. When he does something, it it can make silly people say silly things, and it just becomes that. It's, it's sure. the classic. It's the echo. That's the Twitter echo chamber at its worst. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And and I'm not quite as invested in 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 this. Not not having to do with the anti-Semitism and religious uh, discrimination of it, but just because you know I'm not watching a lot of basketball i'm not i'm not in the fandom world of of any particular player or team right i mean you know mm -hmm. not that 
hate is anything that anybody should um, ignore because they're not involved. But I really thought that Asians were going to be able to kind of sit this one out. And then I realized that. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, you guys are being drawn into everything (laughs) more than ever. You guys, there's no more sidelining for for Asians. uh, Isn't that his nickname? Sideline? Otherwise. (laughs) you're you're in this one bro oh man but i'm gonna you know what i can let me let me hand it back to you because then i want to run down all the different groups of idiots that i saw online aside from Kyrie. okay um yeah well we we only have another you know 30 minutes of the show so i'm (laughs) i'm not sure if you're gonna make it through all the idiots because i have quite a few um so I, I'm I'm trying before the show I was trying to organize my thoughts around this right because it's it's one of those things where I listen back to our show um, I, I listen to every episode at some point and I always find myself being like yo Traxy you need to know what you're talking about before you start to have a direction right mm-hmm. but I fail to find a direction in this because the the angles keep changing for me personally okay. One, the basketball world is not affected by this. I, I'm talking as a, as a fanship. Uh, there's a lot going on. Um, a lot of teams that weren't supposed to be good are good. A lot of teams that were supposed to be good are not good. <laughs> um, it's you know what I'm saying. So so as far as the game itself, uh, this isn't this isn't one of those distractions that's affecting the NBA overall. It might be affecting the Nets. I'm sure it is and their fan base. But the overall belief and connection in the NBA is largely unaffected. Um, is that fair or not? I don't know. But I'd imagine if there were more Jewish players, it would likely be a, a thing, right? But um, players haven't really stepped up on behalf, to speak on behalf of Kyrie. Um, interviewers haven't don't seem to be asking those players questions concerning this. It just seems as though the focus is remaining on him, uh, which is kind of unprecedented, in my opinion, right? Like, that's that's unusual for sports, and it's definitely unusual for sports media to just be like, no, that guy. We want that guy, right? So as I reorganize my thoughts on this, I start with part one. Part one is... It was wrong. And I think that we need to start with that. Posting a video with such misinformation and such hate is wrong, right? Whether that video does, that video does have some truths in it, um, as all lies do. Uh, But those truths are in several other mediums. So this didn't need to be the way that those truths were exposed. All right. This is also not off brand for Kyrie Irving. Not so much the depth, the 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 right like but with the most notable thing about Kyrie Irving's flat earth episode was that in the end he said, "Look, I I understand both sides. I just like the discussion." Right. You see what I'm saying? And I liken that to playing Right, you have a platform and you're playing. Now, people are like, "No, nah, free speech," which is this big conversation we've been having for 
so many right i'll make the same face but but again um i don't think free speech is being challenged here i think accountability is what we're seeing right you can say something and also be accountable for it okay now this is where the line shifts and i start to get to the dark side of this right um i understand the sentiment and and actually agree that when black men do anything it's like the landslide shows up <laughs> like now it's a war you know what i mean um so a lot of people were saying all right well what about all these what aboutism is showing up mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um and and there's a lot of me that agrees with that empathizes with it understands it and has experienced it you know what i'm saying um to where one person can say something i say the exact same thing and i'm in the principal's office for eight weeks you know what i'm saying and the other person is like oh well this isn't you know their character i'm like well i'm an honest student too it's not my character either right anyway moving on from my past i'm not sure where the punishment should end but i think we're getting close to the point where it's like okay that's enough you know mm -hmm. what i mean like i I, I just to the point now where I'm starting to cross the line, you it, in the defense of the NBA, the Nets organization and anyone else who was upset by this, Kyrie Irving should have come out and immediately apologized. Right. He should have he, he didn't have to condemn the video out and out initially but if he would have just come out and said listen i apologize to anyone that was hurt by the anti-semitism in this video i think this would have gone a lot differently for him but the fact that he his first statement after was a bit coy and a bit avoiding an apology i think that's where he got himself in the most trouble i think even more trouble than posting the video initially because he could have just said oh man i didn't even watch the whole thing i just I caught the parts that interested me and I posted it, but man, my bad. I, <laughs> I totally should have vet that. And you know, my bad people would have been like, you so stupid, but they wouldn't have thought he was hateful. You know what I mean? So that's, that's where that's, that's kind of the most organized my thoughts can be on it. There's quite a, a lot more that I would like to say, but, but I don't want to get to this point where I'm kind of like soapboxing and rambling on. Well, so I mean, part of it, first of all, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know very much about, um, you know, um, certainly about the Jewish faith. I, I certainly don't know much about the um, Black Hebrew Israelite movement. Um, so they, it does become, you know, difficult to try and uh, have, an, have a, 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 a strong opinion that is relatively unqualified in the facts. Um, so I say that going in, you know, I said that before, but... Um, you know, part of me was like, is, was the flat earth thing, was that just out of nowhere? Or did he, he never connected that to him following these teachings, did he? Because there are phrases no, in the Bible was, that no. they point to that refer to a square <laughs> earth. It's like, it's like, yo, no, what, I mean, but... I was just like, like, I, I don't know, I don't. You know, I mean, like, again, I saw him speak to the press during, you know, whenever that was a few days ago. It was the same thing I said about mm -hmm. the COVID thing. I was like, 
he's not out there on a street corner on a on a milk crate mm-hmm. you know yelling at white folks walking by which i've seen happen um sure. you know and and not not that he should be or that anybody necessarily should be and not that that means anything pro or or, or con um i part of me just thinks that on a practical level like his teammates, his fellow players, like, I don't know if anybody stuck up for him, but I saw a lot of judgment for, you know, stars and commentators that were not standing up for him as much as they should have, according to, you know, Joe Schmo on Twitter. And I'm like, yo, maybe they just got tired of, it's like, everybody's dealing with yeah. their own shit. Now you're going to throw I, this in, and I'm supposed to stand up for you after you were talking about flat earths and, and, you made the whole vaccine thing a um, a rallying cry for when I just wanted to do my job. The, see, the boy that cried wolf is a, is one of the most perfect stories in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, repeating an action to draw attention dulls the reaction to that the the response, right? Right, dulls that attention, and eventually you get ate by the wolf. Um, he. Like I said before, man, this isn't new for him. You bring up the flat earth thing and, and, and whether he had sided with any particular organization or whatever. The way that Kyrie put this was that we should be free to have this conversation. Right. Whether the whether it's a lie or false or da-da-da, we should be. And I don't know if I all the way believe that. I, I, I feel like people should be able to talk about what they want to talk about, right? But... I think what's factual is factual, and that's about the end of the story. And and we end up on the other side of this quite a bit when we're talking about removing – when we talk about critical race theory, right? People feel like, uh, oh, well, you shouldn't be – shouldn't talk about that stuff in school. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. No, we should talk about it, right? Yeah. As long as what we're talking about is not hypothetical, hateful, or – straight up lies my, my point right? my point was simply that that many religions i would say most i would dare say most all religions have some aspects of their teachings that are based on a certain amount of mythology and when i say mythology it's made up there's or, or there's no factual proof for that one thing that you right. believe in there's, if not yeah. those many things that you believe in so Mm-hmm. If if you know, and I'm not saying that flat Earth is a is a is central tenet of of any particular religion, but uh, but it's like you know when when that mythology ends up getting challenged, and then the defense is well, that's part of my religious beliefs. Then all of a sudden, it's hands off, which is kind of the reason why I'm not a super religious person. You know, like you right. go do whatever you want to do if that makes you feel good and makes you work harder to hopefully be a good person. Great, you know. Sure. Um, if it if you claim religion and then that makes you say things that end up hurting people or, or making other people who believe you and follow your word hurt people, then that's a problem. And that's sort of where we we start to get into with athletes and celebrities and, and people doing things that are, Mm -hmm. are, you know, just asking questions. It's like, well, you are, but some of your idiot followers think they have the answers and that's when it becomes a problem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, and so, I mean, the people that, so yeah, the free speech argument was nonsense. 
Like I thought, I thought we were. In, I thought America was about free speech. It is. You live here. Have you not been paying attention? Have you not, by and large, have you not been paying attention to the things that all these people were saying about you and people who look like you? He still has free speech. He yeah. will always have free speech. If he actually does retire, he will always have free speech here. He's just mm-hmm. he just might not have as big of a platform upon which to utilize that to to exercise that right. Um, sure, and, and 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 yes, and you're not and and nailed on the head, right? We uh, we have this conversation. I kind of feel like this is that's, this right here is what Rap Sucks Radio is about, hmm. right? Someone speaking um, in a manner that that hurts people or undermines their success and suffering a consequence for it or not, and we as as two people who don't have that large of a platform, right? Discuss why you're or try to figure out why you're so bothered by losing your platform you know what i mean like what, what did you think was going to happen right or, or or why do you deserve an audience under those circumstances no matter who you are yeah you know what i mean I, you know like it like we were talking about halloween if you know if my kid goes and puts in the work and and, and walks around 15 blocks and comes home with you know 80 pounds of candy she can eat a couple pieces or she can try and eat all the candy in one night. But if she tries to eat all the candy, one, she ain't going to do it. And the next day, I'm taking the rest of it away from her. She doesn't have her sugar platform right. anymore. You know, it's and, it, it, you know, this is a <laughs> infinitely more serious. But I mean, there's I I don't even know why I look at Twitter. I look at Twitter. It's like and most yeah, of it was because I want to see how Elon was progressively going to screw things up, which is actually kind of entertaining. But um. But like, you know, you get the group of, uh, you know, you got the free speech people. Then you got the people making these self-righteous arguments about how how principled they see themselves and how they would have handled things better if they were, you know, anybody from Kyrie to Shaq to Adam Silver to Charles Barkley or whoever, right? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I'm looking and I'm like, uh, there's, there's a very, very wide chasm, a huge difference between Kyrie's four and a half million followers and your 14 people who read every fucking 8,000 8, tweets that you post, you know, all day long. You, I mean, you look like a bot, you silly bitch. And But as long as you have your principles, that's fantastic. You know, I mean... There were, and then I see people said, you know, I've I've now watched the movie five times. I don't know how you have that amount of time, but I've watched the movie five times, and no lies were detected. And I mean, right off the bat, I'm thinking maybe you know the Hitler fan fiction, probably sort of off the rip should have should have you know made you not say that, and made you maybe you know maybe only watch it three times or whatever. But you know, <laughs> like you said, every every. Um, Hateful lie has a kernel of truth upon which to build that shaky, you know, foundation. Um, And that's, I wish people would just realize that when they genuinely experience, because we have all experienced some sort of unfair prejudice or hate directed at us. And by and large, it's based on some bullshit. And if you're going to accept it when it's not talking about you, but you want to cry when it's directed at you, that's a little bit hypocritical. It's kind of a lot hypocritical. It's, it's kind of the whole conversation. 
you know, and then there's all these, I'm going to boycott the NBA and Nike and everybody else. It's like, go ahead. I saw you idiots. I saw you idiots. Um, You know, you guys were going to quit the NFL forever for cap, right? And then half a season later, you redshirted for half a season as the semi-pro Monday morning QB. (laughs) Half a season later, you were right back there on the field, weren't you? You hypocritical ass. Come on. (laughs) Yo, yeah. That's why I don't do that. I don't ever say I'm about to boycott nothing. Because, I don't know, man. There's, 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 you know, 14 players on 30 different teams. I one player and their actions are not going to affect my uh, view of the rest of those players. And um, with the idea that a person has a platform that is valuable to them, you see what I'm saying? I, I, for whatever it's worth, I value those that are on my, that follow or pay attention to the things that I post. I genuinely value them. Um, I may say things to antagonize that might antagonize some of them, right? But it's really not deliberate. It's just how I feel. And I know the people that are going to feel opposite of that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't care what you say, then you don't care about the response to it. That's how it goes. If if you're not concerned, right? If if If... If you're having a flat earth conversation because it's just a conversation, (laughs) why is everybody so mad? Okay, well, then you don't care about the response, right? Um, But if you're going to go as far as to attempt to make a statement, um, miss the mark almost entirely, you know what I mean? And then not have the wherewithal to understand that you've heard a group of people and you should apologize – not have the empathy to recognize that if you were in that position, you would you would feel slighted. Um, then I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, it, you you know what I'm saying. I I don't know how to explain to you or or anyone who believes or follows or listens to you that um, it it works both ways. You know what I'm saying, and that that's just how this works. <laughs> I, I mean. You know? And and that's the thing about him that just puzzles me because, again, my my take, I'm like, he he, it to me comes off like a fairly soft spoken fella. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And he said, "I denounce hate in all its forms." I was like, "You were the form in that situation, <laughs> right?" So you know, yeah, you got to kind of either take accountability for it or you know, just if if that's how you feel then that's how it came across and it's not a perception thing it was it was you know and the the people i saw who were um i got it you know i i ignore people who were like real extreme on anything but i know a lot of people were just like i'm really just kind of disappointed and I mean, I'm a grown man, but my feelings are a little bit hurt by this. This is kind of whack. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, fair enough. That that makes sense. That's like, I'd be, I'd be pissed. You know, I mean, yeah, and there's no reason listen. I shouldn't be pissed yeah. just because I'm not Jewish. But I'm, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, yeah. But I didn't see, you know, none of those people like cheering and you know that 
Because like you said, he did all those things. All the supposedly hard things that most people were pointing to, he did. But we have he didn't um, just say, I shouldn't have done it. It was, you know. Correct. Right. He took it down, though. That should have been that. Well, okay. But. We have a um. He's not a mutual friend, but you know this dude. I'm not gonna say his name because that's not fair. But he's a friend of yours, and somebody that was in a Laker forum with me. And uh, I, I failed to see how you would even know a person like this. But either way, um, I watched him though try to speak a shining moment for this this dude. He tried to speak reason into this to others who were. Very much, um, you know, disappointing in their response to it. And he failed miserably. Mm. Um, and I, I saw him kind of like, oh, damn. Uh, like, <laughs> like, yo, y'all want to believe this. Y'all want to be- martyr this dude. Um, but, but I hope people really understand, like, in these moments, and this, this is a, a byproduct of all of this, like, uh, I'm tired of people making struggle puppies out of black people, mm. right? I'm tired of people making like struggle puppies out of everybody, right? When something goes on, then you want to jump in and, and defend them, right? And that's what this Kyrie and Kanye West thing has shown me, right? I, I, I don't feel like everyone who speaks on your behalf genuinely respects you anymore. I feel like it's just become part of the thing to do. You know what I mean? It's it's a thing now. Oh, this is outrageous. I like I don't like Jews. This is what this person is saying. So Kyrie is right. And now you are pro and you're pro black because of this moment, right? You're not black, but you have an issue with this other group and 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 Kanye and Kyrie are now the you know the 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 heroes to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, but I go back to this Really quickly. Yeah. I go back to this. No one's doing anything. No one is actionable. So this is all entertainment. None of this is 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 genuinely progressing towards any growth for the people on both sides of the argument. You know what I'm saying? So through all of this, all of your 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 high signing and your platforming and your performing and your rocking, you, you kicking it, you kicking God name, game and knowledge on Twitter, like you killing it. But it's all entertainment. It's all black suffering in the end. Mm-hmm. Not all, but in this case, it's a black person suffering consequences and you finding some form of entertainment in it. And, and that's what I see. I don't see a person who who genuinely respects the culture and respects the the needs. Um, gross in hopes of black Americans. I see a person who's entertained by this all in a different from a different angle, and that's the other part that pisses me off about this. Yeah, I mean, you know, because because and 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 a lot of it is social media. You know, there was there was a this this uh, entire history of the world up until a couple decades ago where stupidity, if you want to call it stupidity, could be allowed to suffer in silence. You know. Sure. Um, sure. and, and by and large, it could be let kind of left to that, left at that. Um, but, but now, yeah, it's like, 
you know, your 280 characters sit right there next to someone from the Anti-Defamation League, sit right there next to Reverend Al Sharpton, can sit right there next to Barack Obama or David Duke or whoever else is on, Elon Musk, you know, the richest man in the world. Mm-hmm. Your, your, your little writing can be right there next to those people, right? And because, you know, you want to speak definitively on the hearts and minds of every Jewish person in the world because you met one Jewish person in your life and and maybe you had an experience where they didn't treat you right. You can go on and use your 280 characters to look for a brief moment as important as Mm -hmm. any of those other people. Not that they're good or bad, but as important or as prominent, right? And all Mm -hmm. I would say is, well, when that person treated you bad, I believe you. Maybe you had a bad experience. What did you do about it? Did you talk to them? Did you stand up for yourself? Or is the only strong part on your body, not your heart or your mind, but just your thumbs? Because you jumped right. on there real quick. Did you, did, did, was there a vast global conspiracy to bring failure upon you in that one circumstance? You and your 14 Twitter followers? And did you not do anything about it? Did you not get up and try and figure out if, if if maybe you were right and you are worthy and you are the best around and maybe not fail again because one man right. or one woman shouldn't be able to hold you down? Or did you just jump on Twitter and exercise your thumbs again for the one million no, time today? You know? Yeah. So did, yeah. that that gets a little bit tired. I'm like, I'm like, yo, I, I'm not. I'm not part of the the Anti-Defamation League. I'm not part of the the uh, National Action Network or the NAACP. I'm not working hard to defeat hate in all its forms, whether religious, racial, ethnic, uh, uh, sexual orientation or anything like that. But I see people who are, and mm-hmm. and and I see people like you, who are just very angry and disappointed in yourself, probably. Right. And if that's the case, I don't need your 280 characters all that much, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was really just like, hmm, all right, you know? Yeah, I think the outcry is always always the worst, uh, especially by, and, and I would say, as we close this out, um, Rap Sucks Radio is a representation of two adult men who were raised on hip hop, right? And it was part uh, uniquely. I've said this before on the show. Uniquely, um, we're part of a unique generation that was educated and often, sometimes, miseducated by hip hop, right? Um, it was a, bre- a proving ground for a lot of our the the our, our life theories growing up as as young men, and we took some things all the way into adulthood. Uh, that and raise our kids on some of the principles we learned in in hip hop music, um, and others we cast aside because they were they were more for youth than they were for for adulthood. I find a lot of people didn't cast aside a lot. <laughs> a lot of my peers didn't cast aside. Right, they kept more of the stuff that wasn't really this is not necessary for adulthood. Right, um, and. 
to me that that's that's a that's an unfortunate loss uh, in in a in what I would call a hip hop education uh for you to to not know what to throw away is unfortunate it's unfortunate it's a bit terrifying but it's more unfortunate and i I'd, I'd like to hope that as we move for move on um you know we attempt to unify as a people. Uh, we attempt to understand each other's differences as opposed to wipe them away for our own comfort. And all of those things that, that you know, those Band-Aid um, reactions that don't accomplish much, like the I don't see color type reactions. Um, as we grow beyond those things and we, we get to the next level of, of true unity and true understanding, I hope that as adults we start to cast aside some of the, the foolishness that we learned in our youth. Um, and some of that is simply to replace hate with hate. To replace dislike with dislike. They don't like us. We don't like them. Right? Uh, as opposed to just understanding that 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 the they um, can be us. If we're the ones that are going to say and spread hateful things. Yeah. Then that they becomes us. You know what I'm saying? Um and to me, it's a, it's a total loss if you can't see it that way. And it's not my way. It, it's the right way to move forward. You know what I mean? At, at some point, we have to progress. And what I find in the Kyrie Irving and, and Kanye West free speech arguments, even the Elon Musk free speech arguments, right, are, all right, cool. We don't want to progress intellectually. We want to be like... Hmm. You said the earth was round. I said that it was flat. Um, we both said something. So what we both said matters. And even if there is proof, if there's enough information to disprove what I'm saying, the fact that I'm saying it has value. Right. Um, so we've devalued facts. And, and we continue to devalue facts uh, in the name of. Of punching back at the people that we feel like are punching us. Mm -hmm. And that's not, that's just not the, the to me, that's not an uh, edifying or uh, that doesn't edify or, or, or help any growth whatsoever. I, and I, that's my final thought on that. Yeah, I agree. I, uh, you know, and I think I referred to, or, you know, made mention of this last time we talked about, about him. Um, and I think we were talking about Kanye as well, but you know, him, Elon, even it's like, these are guys that, we got to realize also, and this is not an excuse, this is just a fact, a lot of our celebrities are very young in the grand scheme of things. Sure. These guys have at least half of their life, God willing, no matter what God you believe in, God willing, they have another half of their life ahead of them, you know? Mm -hmm. And the very mechanisms that have created their celebrity status, especially in Hollywood, have a long canon, a canon that is bigger than Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, and DC combined. Throw in Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. They have a long canon <laughs> of loving, loving, loving stories of old white men and women who have become the hero of their own story by living 80 years of hate and discovering love in the last five minutes of the movie. Right. Um and 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 I hope that there is a little bit of hey man, 
I think I understand why you thought it was okay to do it. Right. But, you know, this is like the third or fourth time you've done something that I find a little silly. And this is why. Right. But I'm not going to say that on SportsCenter. And I'm not going to say that to the New York Times. And I'm not going to say that to CBS News. I'm saying it to you. And these are all the reasons why. So next time right. you grab the phone, maybe just put it down. Go talk to somebody. <laughs> I, I, yeah, there's a, um, an idea that the, his peers have turned their backs on him. And I, I commend them for likely talking to him personally and not making a performance of it in the media. Yeah, that's because that's the thing. Just, we don't know, there, right? There's no space for it. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't see the value in them in them trying to get his back and and basically giving more fodder to to the flame to to discuss it, right? Like I they they're probably if, if they're doing what I think they're doing and I'm pretty sure they're doing this. These conversations are all being had personally and if there is a game plan that any of them are involved in, which I don't think is entirely likely, it's all going to happen behind closed doors and we're not going to, you know, include every other player in this to publicize it. It's just, brother, are you okay? Bro, I disagree with you here. You know what I'm saying? Et cetera. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad that this, this is, I think this is one of the first times and a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this because they like public statements. And I, I, I do understand that sentiment, but I think that it's excellent that, that nobody's out there pop locking, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, out there grandstanding for the media, but like, yo, I got Kyrie back and that's my guy. Or, you know, I don't know about Kyrie right now. Like nobody's saying anything, which leads me to believe that a lot is being said behind closed doors, likely directly to him. Yeah, and there's a lot of agents you know earning their paychecks over the last 10 days. That's true, too. That's like, very true. All you have to do um, is shut up. <laughs> please. Please shut up. Um, all right. So, yo, we're out of time. But we would be remiss, man, like if we didn't say rest in peace to Tame One mm-hmm. um, and Hurricane G. I, I didn't have the pleasure of meeting either one of them, but I did have the pleasure of being raised by their music. Um, so, yo... I mean, the losses continue to pile up. Mm. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, you hate to say things like too young or, or whatever because who are you to put an expiration date or a, a extended extension date on life, period. But um, but definitely, um, definitely two big losses in the archives of, of, of hip-hop music. Huge losses, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't um, know Hurricane G at all. She did a dope drop for us, though. That if if the energy ever got low on the radio show, I'll throw that drop on it. Wake your ass up for sure. Um, <laughs> and then, um, in but Tame was one of the the first big. Um, artists to come by i mean it's sad because probably one of the very first major label signed artists who came by the station was big l um and it was it was a number of years later that that i think you know it felt like a number of years later but a bit later that tame and l came by um and um just you know 
just very, very cool. I don't know Chaos, um, their DJ. Um, but yeah, man, that whole that whole team, man. Jen Boogie, Jen Norwood, she worked a butt off for that record and man, they they were everywhere in LA for 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 that that launch, you know what I'm saying? And then years later yeah. I got to know T Ray who produced wrong side of the tracks along with so many other hip hop classics and 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 I know it's just um it's it's tough, man. It's tough, man. You know, and because they were they're really cool, funny team. Right. Team's funny as hell. You know, both of them. But but they would just come on, and turn it on. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, yeah. Everybody, please take care of yourselves. Yeah, yeah. You know, do the best that you can. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, all right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. Sorry for the two weeks. Um, actually, I'm not sorry, man. I needed the rest, but yep. um, <laughs> but you know, you guys can catch uh, past episodes on rapsucksradio.com or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Um, you can also catch us on BTSN behind the scenes network. Download the app or channel on any of your Roku or Amazon Fire devices, and we are right there uh, with plenty of other dope content behind the scenes network. BTSN, we want in, um, and also you know Instagram. Rap Sucks Radio and uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash RSR Podcast. Thank y'all once again. Um, my name is Trek Life. That's your fam, Kev Sakota. That's right. We out of here like last year on the count of three. We say peace. One, two, three. Peace. peace. We out, y'all.